Hey, Zach. Yes. Would it really be better if it said Lanch Party? It would. It do- okay. definitely would. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Lanch. Now I'm hungry. Party. Are we gonna party. have a? Are we gonna have a lunch party? <laughs> yeah, we're having a lunch party, Kevin. Okay. Sweet. I'll bring. So, I'll bring the chili. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, uh, we are huge Office fans, and no, today's episode is not about the Office. Although I wish it was. Uh, that's our next podcast. Is uh, is just yeah. talking about the Office. Um, only anyway, thing. yeah. So today we are talking about lunchtime, uh, about owning your lunchtime. Uh, and the episode of today is called "Lunch Is for Luncheon," and uh, not not this. a lunch, not a luncheon, not L U N C H E O N, right? Not <laughs> lunch not is lunch. for a luncheon. Yes, luncheon. yeah, no. Lunch is for luncheon. L U N C H I N apostrophe. I don't know, um, but yeah. So we were leaving uh, a meeting several weeks ago, and. When we're on our way out, it was about lunchtime, and there were some employees who were leaving. And you were on the other side of the car getting in, so you didn't hear yeah. it, but I told you about it later. But uh, these guys were getting into the car beside me, and I was just standing there waiting for them to to get yeah. in their car so I could open I could open our car and get in. So I'm just standing there waiting, and uh, obviously I'm listening to their conversation. I mean, I'm not a crazy person, but you're an, ease, um, you're an eavesdropper. Yeah, I was dropping eaves. So I'm sitting there listening to these guys chit chat as we're getting into their car and um, they were about to carpool. And one guy was uh, getting into his driver's seat while the other guy was fiddling around in his car, trying to decide where he's going to bring his laptop. So he's uh, messing around in the car and he's like, ah, and he links, looks over and he goes, Hey, should I, should I bring my laptop? Should, do, you, do you think I should bring my laptop? And the guy's like, no. And uh, he goes, no, he goes, I think we could work on blah, blah, blah. I can't remember what it was, but I think we could work on something while we're, while we're eating. And he, and the guy um, completely dismisses him, sits down to the car and he goes, nah, man, work is for working. <laughs> Lunch is for luncheon. And, uh, and I was like, ah, oh, man, I got this curbside philosopher right here. Uh, I love it. And so deep brother I, deep. <laughs> So I made a I made a mental note uh, to capture that so we could talk about it later because I thought it was perfect. It's it's perfect. It ties yeah. in perfectly what what would we talk about on the show? Uh, I think it's I think that conversation is indicative with everything that's happening in the current workplace and has happened for years and will happen for years to come. And that yeah. surrounds the idea that. Uh, even though you are breaking for lunch and even though that is your time to rest and recover and to recuperate from what could have potentially been a really busy morning at work, even though that's your time, people still continue to work over their lunch break. They don't disconnect. They don't stop and rest Mm -hmm. and recuperate. Mm -hmm. They don't use that time for recovery or they don't use that time to do their own thing, to maybe work on their own side hustle. They're not using that time as their own. They're, they're staying. Yeah. They're, they're, well, staying, they're staying in the work cycle. Yeah. They're staying plugged into their devices, their computer. And that's, um, that's one thing that I think 
is a, a detriment to a lot of people and why um i mean i try to be very good about when it's it's lunch even now like i i will i will take a walk mm-hmm. where i completely disconnect I, well i say disconnect i will listen to like a podcast or or a audiobook or something yeah. usually yeah. an audiobook and I, I after i eat i'll go and take a lap around the neighborhood um and that's a good time for my eyes to readjust because it's good for you to mm-hmm. occasionally, instead of looking so close to a screen constantly, right. your field of vision is constantly, um, you know, it's it you're it's fixed on one specific area. So mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. to occasionally mm-hmm. look off into the distance further off. But it, for some reason, a lot of us, when we sit down, even at lunch, this is where we pick, we're here. Yeah. Um, so it, it's we're either... Just, we're not we're not completely disconnecting. We're we're no. leaving one environment and then just absorbing ourselves into something else. And that's fine. But I think I think what our goal should be um is to disconnect at least from work. Right. And so oh, I know yeah. that, I know that I make it a point to 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 go downstairs. I work I work upstairs in the house. I make it a point to go downstairs, sit with sit with my wife, sit with the kids if they're if they're home from school. And we'll eat if it's summertime like it is now. We'll go outside. Uh, we'll sit on the patio and eat lunch. Um, but I and, I and I try and make it a point to not bring my phone with me or sit it across the table from me because I still will find myself going, did that email come in yet that I was looking for? Did that, did, you know, it's like I, I, I have a hard time disconnecting. So, sure. but I think, I think for me, the biggest first step in that process of uh, of trying to disconnect from work is to leave the space that I'm in because for yeah. years I ate lunch at my desk yeah. unless I was going out to lunch. Like I, unless I was like meeting you for lunch or going out with somebody from the office, I would eat at my desk. And right. so I wasn't like what you were just saying. I wasn't changing my surroundings. I was still sitting there staring at a computer screen. I was just eating. Yep. You know, yeah, and oftentimes when you disconnect, especially if you take a step back away from work or even being connected to a device, your brain, I forget what book it was that I was listening to um, earlier this year. I can't remember which one it was now, but um, it talked specifically about this, that disconnecting from technology, disconnecting from your computer, your devices I mean, mm-hmm. listen to an audiobook is one thing. You're not staring at it. Like you're not no one looks listens to an audiobook like this. You know what I mean? Like you're <laughs> you're at least disconnected enough where you're just listening. But the point I'm trying to make is that those moments are when your brain is allowed to dream. It's allowed to uh think about other things. Right. And oftentimes you have breakthroughs yeah. because you've had that disconnect. That's when that's why when you go on vacation, most of the time when you come back, you're refreshed. You have all these mm-hmm. good ideas. Why? Because you've disconnected from work right. to where you when you sit back down, all these things start happening. Yeah. Because in our that's brains, really when that's we really good point. when we are when we are sitting and in it constantly, our brain mm-hmm. can only go so far. Um and that's why when you hear people and 
let's connect it to hustle culture for a second. That's when why we hear people talk about hustle culture and they're saying, I worked 18 hours today, but I put in 18 hours in it. Okay, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's several, <laughs> several of those hours are wasted. Yeah. Absolutely wasted time. Like you your brain can't do that. It just can't. Yeah. And anybody that says that, it, that they can, they're they're lying to you. Yeah. They're lying. Yeah. So I think it's, it's that really it's good. that superiority. It's like the, that's that superiority train they want to ride on. Like they're like that like just says, like, I'm I'm going harder than you. Right. right. And people and like some folks just need to feel that. Like that's that's how they that's how they keep going is making sure yeah. that they feel at least like they're going to be better than other people or they're putting out that vibe at least, which is right. And up. so <laughs> what I would do when I worked nine to five um, in an office somewhere outside of home, well, actually I still do it now, but what I would do is two different places that I worked. One had a gym, literally like you could stand at the front door of our office and throw a rock and hit, hit the door of the, the gym. It was like just right mm. there. And, like, Probably not a good idea, but an interesting not, way yeah, to understand the probably get arrested yeah. probably yeah. get arrested definitely for that um but i i would go and use my my lunch break mm-hmm. to go and work out and it had a it had a shower and everything so like i could go and work out for 30 to 40 minutes shower there was in the same complex if i didn't have my lunch there was a place that had um healthy options for lunch and I could order that before I started my workout for a certain time. And so yeah. on one end, I'd go to the gym and I'd come back. And as I'm walking past the gym to go back to my office, there was an, a, a nice little lunch place. So I'd grab my mm. lunch and go right back to work. That was awesome. And then yeah. uh, another place I'd work, I didn't, they didn't have a gym close by. But I, I knew that I needed that mental break. So they had a nice yeah. greenway. So I would go and run. I would go and run probably a mile and a half, two miles. Uh, it was a couple times ran three miles. And um, I would go, there was a parking garage and I would go all the way to the top. Is that of the, the one where you got naked where, in the parking garage? I did change. I do change. Car? I did change yeah. often in the car. Yeah. Oftentimes. Yeah. But and I would blast the AC. Like I would yeah. just crank the AC and it would yeah. cool off. And then, um, I would go back to my de- go back to the office and sit at my desk and eat my lunch while I'm working. Yeah. Um, but then there was like this weird rule. Uh, I remember my boss saying, "No more eating lunch at your desk. You you need to you need to eat your lunch outside." I'm like, "Who cares?" Like they, they <laughs> made this weird rule. Like, wait, where were you supposed point, to eat? Do you have like a break room? I mean, you could. Yeah, there's a break room where you could leave the go outside but it's like I mean, who can't like i'm i'm working like i'm not sitting there like uh, yeah. well i'm taking an extra long break and i'm gonna sit here and eat my lunch no I, no one was doing that like yeah. and they i remember all of us having a conversation with the boss like is this really like a massive problem like do you mm-hmm. feel like there's a dip in productivity because i don't think there is like actually in fact i feel more energized if i can go and do things that's my time i can go and do what i want with it yeah and come back and sit and eat while I'm working. Who cares? Like, I think, I think you just hit, you think you just hit the nail on the head. Um, that although, although employers that, that was probably, that was probably initiative born out of 
trying to look out for you guys. Like, don't eat at your desk. Go, like, go, like, go out, leave the office, do something on your own, go sit outside, enjoy whatever. Or maybe they just didn't want you to get uh, pasta salad on your keyboard, whatever it was. Uh, hopefully it was a, you know, uh, it was good intentions. But the problem is it's your time. Right. It's your time to do whatever you want within reason. Right. right. So right. Um, that's the thing that I think people need to hear more. Like, you know, it's your time. Like, it's it's my lunch break. It's my time. But like, I don't think people live that enough. Not enough people disconnect from the desk. Not enough people step away. Not enough people plan their lunch, right? So that's, this is the huge issue that I had. Um, so for a long time, I would bring my lunch to work uh, for years. And uh, like if it was like leftovers. And so about half of the week, I would make sure that I had a lunch. And then I've also worked places that had like um, a cafeteria. So like I worked when I worked at the resort, we had like a, an employee cafeteria that we could go out and eat. And uh, and so and there were restaurants and stuff. So I always knew that there was something I could go and eat, but I didn't plan for it. And right. this led to fast forward years down the road after being at some of these jobs where I literally would forget to eat. Now, this is just yeah. part of me when I get like laser focused on something and I'm just like working, I'll just forget. And I, I wasn't really good at being routine. And it got to the point where uh, I used to have uh, this lady who worked on my team, shout out to Cassie, uh, who worked for me for several years. Um, she, she, it would be like two or three o'clock and she'd be like, um, you didn't eat lunch today. I'm just reminding you that you didn't eat. <laughs> I was like, gee, thanks. Oh gosh. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I like would go out to the cafe and, and get some lunch and come back. But then I was eating lunch at like three o'clock and then I'd get home for dinner and like, I wouldn't be hungry, but right. Because it's dinner and you, I don't want to like waste it. Then I would like eat when I wasn't hungry, which is, you know, that's a problem in itself. And so it just leads to like, this like escalating more more unhealthiness. Right. So it's, yeah. It's yeah. unhealthy for you to not disconnect and break. I was rushing and I would usually just get junk. Um, yeah. Like it was like usually like chicken tenders and fries because I knew that they had that at the cafe right down the hall from right. where I worked. And I would grab that and it was easy and it was fast and it was cheap. And like I didn't, I didn't give myself time to have options and I stopped bringing good options with me. Uh, and so I think that's a huge thing for people is not only knowing that you have ownership of your lunch, but then planning, planning for that time is massive because uh, now I, I'm very routine. So I take break. Do you, can I ask you if you know my routine? What time do I break for lunch? It's like one, one thirty somewhere in there. Okay. Well that failed. No, that's when I come back. I leave for lunch at 1230 and I come back at one thirty. So I am very oh. like, routine typically sometimes i have like you know five or ten minutes on each side but like i'm i i try and be really routine about that i have it planned out so like that's when the wife and kids eat so i go down and i eat with them and i can commune yeah i do the same thing like that so like i think it's vital that if you're working from home if you're working in an office whatever you're doing that you try and be really routine about that now i think you also need to have a little bit of flexibility 
I know people, and I was literally having this conversation a couple of days ago with somebody. They went to work uh, at a company um, with a completely different culture than any place they've ever worked, right? Uh, it was a company based in another um, uh, in another country. And yeah. so this, they worked at their headquarters here. And that company culture from the other country was transplanted here. And so they had very different framework. And so like the office would completely close similar, like a, similar, like a, um, like a doctor's office that w- that closes often will yeah. close during a certain time period. Um, like the whole office would close down. So regardless of when you went to lunch, everyone has to be back at one o'clock, no matter what, everyone has to be there at one o'clock to work. Um, and it was, it was a, it was a, it was a very big shock to that person because they were used to being like, well, uh, I own my lunch. I own my time. And, you know, you sort of did, but also you, you didn't like you, because of where they were positioned, you couldn't really go out very easily. And so a lot of people, most people just kind of stayed around and they'd never really left. Um, and so because they had that really strict rule, it snowballed into other things, but like, um, I think it's really, really important for us as worker bees, you know, whether we're working for ourselves or working for somebody else, I think it's really, really important for us to own, to own that time. So, you know, whether you are stepping away from the desk or like, you know, you going for a walk, uh, exercising, and you're just getting out and about like changing your scenery, like what you're saying, like, whether, whether that's what you're doing or um, you go in like what I used to do years ago, take a nap in your car. Um, yeah. I would just, yeah, so when I, I did ahead. the same thing when our, when our, our first child was born that <laughs> I would spend. So I would park underneath the tree. Yeah. I'd find like a tree that's got some shade. Oh yeah. Oh down. man. Talk about, you talk about a good nap. It's that, it's that, it's that baby exha- exhaustion. <laughs> Plus a nice shady spot in a slightly warm that's car dangerous. with maybe the windows down a little bit. That's, that's, that's dangerous, dangerous man. That's dangerous. Because well, you could wake up, you know, you've seen those those Instagram reels where the person's like, I'm just going to take a nap really quick. And then they fall asleep and then they wake up and it's completely dark. And they're like, oh, yeah. gosh, I'm fired. <laughs> I'm so fired. Um, uh, dude, I remember. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I remember doing that when I was when I had my first real job outside of. Uh, well, it wasn't real. Okay. I worked at a cabinet shop when I first graduated from high school. Ooh, those jokers are I was, extreme. So temperatures. Yeah, we live in, we live in Atlanta. So uh, imagine hot summers with no air conditioning in the building and no heat in, in the winter, which I mean, that wasn't a big deal, but I would it take naps in the car. Yeah. I would still, <laughs> I would take naps in the car. I would take naps yeah. in the car and they had this dust collector. So I would purposely park close to the dust collector so that when I knew when to come out because somebody would flip that on. And that's how they let everybody know. <laughs> and it's extremely loud. Like, like had this really loud. Yeah. And it's really loud pulley and it was really squeaky. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so it would, it would jolt you awake. Um, yeah. So I was like, I know I can never oversleep because I can, I can be, um, I can be close to this thing. It would wake me up every time, every single time. So, so here's the, here's the funny story. Uh, years ago, right after I got out of college, um, <clears throat> I ran uh, my family's restaurant, right? And yeah. those were 
dude, hard hours. Uh, I think we, we talked, we talked early on in our season one here. We, we mentioned restaurants and I was like, I told, I think I told people like, don't. Yeah. You discouraged uh, them. And I was like, yeah. don't discourage somebody from starting a restaurant. If they want to start a restaurant, you go start <laughs> your restaurant. Yeah. So we, we talked about that, but like that was born, that was born from a, a lifetime of experiences because when I worked that job, I was, I was going in, you know, give or take a couple minutes on each side. I was going in and leaving at three. So I would, I would yeah. go in at 3 AM and I would leave at 3 PM essentially. And so there were long days, long days. I was tired. Um, my wife worked a different schedule. Uh, she was in grad school at the time. And then she was also in the school system. And so her schedule was different. And so like, I'm trying to stay awake to like still spend time with her. And I was just, I was literally in a constant state of exhaustion every day. And, um, that's, that's, that's when I started doing my car naps. Uh, I would, uh, before I would take my lunch break, I would have my food ready. So like, I would be like in the kitchen, like working, like saying, Hey, everybody taking their breaks. Like I'm making sure that all my front service people are, they're taken care of. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, let me, let me heat up my lunch here. Let me go. Let me go uh, pour some stew over here. Okay. And I've got my right. stuff in the warming and the warming unit ready to go. And I'm like, okay, you guys good. Okay. Okay. got my food. And it's like, run to the time clock, punch out, run to the car, eat as fast as I could. I would put up a sunshade across the front. I'd put up a sunshade across the side if I could. And I'd crack the window a little bit, make sure I was parked in the sunny spot by the tree. There wasn't a lot of trees in the parking lot. So I usually tried to find a a shady spot if I could. I would put my seat back, pop my timer on and sleep. So as soon as I scarfed (laughs) down that food, I would sleep. And one day, one day in particular, I I feel like I was just extra tired or something. I, I straight up, slept through the alarm. I woke up, I turned it off, went back to sleep. Like I'm not at work. And I remember, <laughs> I remember I'm, I'm out. I am. I'm so deep in the sleep. I'm like sweating. It's like summertime. I'm sweating. There's like the breeze coming in through no, the window though. There's nothing but it's worse like, than trying to sleep and being sweaty. There's no, I hate that. I can't stand it. So like I'm sleeping the, um, I was trying to, I was trying to hold up something, but like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm knocked out. Like I'm just, seats back in the truck i'm just laying there and then i hear jason hey hey jason and i'm like what what and i'm like and then like reality slowly starts to like rush over you and then it starts rushing really really fast and you're like whoa what? Your heart rate goes. Your heart rate goes from like sixty where you're resting, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. sleeping, to like one fifty in like a matter of seconds. Burning yeah, calories. I'm in full on panic mode, and one of the <laughs> one of the kitchen staff is like, "Are you coming back? We're getting kind of busy." And it's like it had already like like I usually go break at the end of breakfast shift. It was already like mid lunch shift. <laughs> like I think I had been asleep for like well over an hour like maybe an hour and a half and like oh they didn't gosh. know where i was because i had this i had the visors up in the car and so they were like <laughs> they were like we like how do they know to go to stock that room? like well, right. they were like looking in the stock room they were like walking around but they were busy they didn't have time to go like search for their boss and i was yeah. like and i was like oh what i was like oh my gosh i'm so scared and i ran in and like I, all the stairs i got and like the little like snickers like, of like, like oh <laughs> 
okay, this guy was, this, this guy. guy was just sleeping. Um, but yeah, so, but that I said all that. To, I said all that to say, like, I I made it a point to completely disconnect. Maybe that day I disconnected a bit too much. But yeah, but you I've always too hard. That's why you <laughs> had that problem. Yeah, um, I, uh, um, I I think that I think I was obviously I was burning the candle at every end, both ends and the sides, and somehow in the middle. But um, you know, I I think that it's uh, I think that it's important to find a way that you can step away um, because oh, I, yeah. for me for me I never have liked a break room. I've never, not once, has I have I ever wanted to go sit in a break room. I, I'm an introvert. Well, it's because I was about to say it's because you're an introvert. I loved yeah. it. I actually did. Like so, so the days I didn't work out, I was in the break room and and we would chat. Like I would. Oh, there gosh. was days I, where I didn't, I didn't want to. Maybe honestly, there were some days where I was like, maybe I was just having a really bad day. Yeah. Uh, work wise, I'm like, I'm out. I don't want to be in here. I'm gone. See, nothing. I'm go that sounds awful to me. Like I loved, I, I've, I've always loved, Ooh, taco sounds good, but I've always loved where I've worked. Like the employees, like that makes it right. So like you get to, like oh, you yeah. need to work with awesome people. Uh, I've always enjoyed that, but like, I don't want to chit chat while I'm trying to up my energy levels because to me, that's just exhausting. Now, like I've had, yeah. I've gone to the break room at places where I've worked and I've sat in there and I've eaten lunch. Uh, but I always feel so exposed like, cause I'm sitting out in the middle of a room. There's like other people walking through going in and out, going to lunch. I feel like I'm always obligated to start like to stop and have a conversation. So it doesn't afford me the time to actually relax and rest. Like for me, I need to like retreat. So like there was a, there's a, there was many a day, uh, when I was in our old office that I would go into the empty office next door to me with the lights off and I would sit in there and that's where I would take my lunch break because nobody's going to come find me in there. I'm stepping away from my computer, but I'm also eating in the dark, (laughs) not talking to anybody like a, uh, uh, I don't know, like a little rat, but like, uh, for me, that was good. Like that, that gave me that energy back because it's, it's draining. Yeah. It was draining for me to try and stay on and like have, have conversations, you know? Well, inevitably, like, inevitably people start asking you about work stuff while you're sitting there trying to, to, yeah, exactly. Exactly. To, to just disconnect. Yeah. So I think that the main goal though is it, and I think it pertains to hustle culture. And I think you said it just a few minutes ago where, you were burning the candle at both ends working so much that when you took that nap in the car, your body just says ah, pff, none. Um, yeah. And I think, I think uh, going, going back to that hustle culture mindset, it's go, 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 go. I work 18 hours. I, I work 20 hours. I sleep four yeah. hours a night and I'm, I'm still getting my workouts in and I, I'm doing all these things. It's like, good luck because you can only keep it up for so long. You're like your right. body's going to respond to that and it's going right. to, it's not going to be pretty. And, and honestly, you don't create your best work that way. You just don't, you, you cannot create your best work. And I think it's, it's a really good idea to detach yourself, not only during those lunch times, but detach yourself every hour or so. Yeah. Get up, move around, get, you need those breaks. Yeah. You've got I that know thing. When I, you've got that thing, right? That like beeps. Yeah. It just, 
it literally buzzed me just a few minutes ago, like while we were on the podcast, I need to stand up, but I was like, I'm not going to adjust everything we've got set up here for that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think it's, a, a, it that's is, a great it's, reminder. It's a crucial thing for all of us to, to note that you cannot create your best work. If you just are head down, going, 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 mm-hmm. your brain is going to not function that way. Um, it's just going to break down, um, you're not gonna be able to focus. I know that when I get, I, when I catch myself wanting to get on Facebook while I'm working, I know that's the time I need to take a break. Like I just mm-hmm. need to get up and walk around. Do you know that's what I mean? Like I, I know for you, I know, I'm sure that you f- feel that way. Like, uh, I'm just not into this, this project I'm working on right now. Cause I've just been staring at it for so long. I, I'm going to mm-hmm. get on Facebook. If I have to go and say to myself, I'm going to get on social media to have a brain break i guess you could yeah. say yeah that's not what i need to be doing is getting on that what i should probably right. do is get up move around and again that's why i take time i before i start my day i go for a walk i go for a walk around the neighborhood as a way to get my 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 brain in because there's something about being active yeah uh, i forget what the science is there but there, i know there is science to it that once you you are active your your brain is now activating in mm-hmm. a way that if you just get up get out of your bed and if you're an yeah. entrepreneur you sit down and you start working or you get dressed get in the car drive to work sit down at your computer mm-hmm. it is you're not at your you're not at your best it's kind of yeah. like when you warm up a car in in the morning on a cold winter morning if you just get out there and you crank the car especially if you have an older car you remember the cars where you had to pump the gas? You had to. Did you ever have a yeah, car like that? My, yeah, my parents' old truck was like that. Yeah, you had to pump the gas a couple times, and then I had to pump. It. I had to pump the gas. Oh, it was a there was an arm hook I had to do, so I have to reach over the steering wheel and pull uh, the gear shift up and back. So make sure I had to make crank? sure that it was it was it was yeah it was it was locked in good and park, and then I had to pump the gas i had to get at least three pumps yeah. in there and uh, bump, gotta get the bump, gas in the bump. carburetor man yeah and then uh i had to crank it and then it usually if you let go of the crank on on the pickup truck if you let go of the crank you're gone you're gonna flood it if you try and yeah. go again and uh, but yeah no, I, I know that yeah you got you got a so, baby so it's kind of it. treat it nice it's kind of it's kind of like that so like i'm not saying everybody's got to get up and and do some workout or but you can go for a walk for five to 10 minutes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Just to get, just to get your yeah. brain going. And one of the most, one of the most imp- uh, productive staff members I've ever had did that. She had the little beepity boop yeah, on her get watch. Up and walk around. Yeah, yeah. She'd get up and walk around for just a couple minutes. It wasn't even five minutes. Right. She would stand up from her desk. She put her, she'd like, uh, she was a writer. She put her pen down if she was writing something on, you know, on a on her uh, notebook, or she would st- you know find a stopping place, and uh, she would stand up and just do a lap around the perimeter of the office, stop by my desk and say, "Hey," and then she'd sit down, go right back to work. Most yeah. productive employee I've ever had. I did that. I did the same thing too when I worked um, in, in in one particular office. I would go probably every hour and a half, two hours. I would go and walk. Yeah. Um, just a lap around the office. Um, again, I'd put in my headphones yeah, and just take a lap 
and I'd be done within, you know, probably, probably five minutes or so, five or six minutes, I'd be back mm-hmm. and sit back down at my desk. And here's the thing, like, I remember that becoming an issue. I remember them saying, well, you can't just take walks every Like, what's the difference if I were to go to the, I know people go to the bathroom and do the exact same thing and they're in there for <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going around and doing a lap, like, if you ever let me let me just say this: If you're ever in an office and they discourage you being active, red flag. You yeah. should push back on that 100 percent because, like, you're more productive when you you're mm-hmm. active. Yeah, your brain is stimulated, so when you sit back down, it's ready to go again. Yeah, but if you keep it, pushing, 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 it just won't work. Yeah. I worked in an office and they had a ping pong table. And oh, yes. I remember you I'd stop having a, ping pong competitions. Yeah. I'd stop a couple times during the day. I'd walk over to one of the salespeople and be like, let's go. Or I'd look over at uh, Kate, my copywriter, and be like, let's go. Practice sesh. And we'd go and we'd just, and we'd just stop and we'd chit chat. We'd, we'd play for five, 10 minutes and we'd be done. And I remember somebody said something about it one time. I'm like, oh, you're on here playing ping pong a lot. I'm like, this is my smoke break. Or uh, we're having a we're having a yeah. team meeting. We're having a team meeting. Yeah. I was like, I was like, we're I was like, we're productive. I was like, sales team has their leads, company's making money. I was like, I, I think we're good. I think we can play ping pong for 10 minutes. And I was like, plus the company bought us the table. <laughs> yeah. the, the company bought us the table. Now there were some people who overused it and sure. they would be in there like all day long, off and on as much as they could. But um uh, I think within moderation it was perfect. And you know, just thinking about uh, thinking about the the employee that I mentioned that would get up and she would take her she would take her walk breaks and I said that she was you know one of the most productive. Um, that was that was my copywriter. Her name was Kate. So shout out to Kate. Um, not only was she incredibly productive and just a all around good person, but she was she always seemed to be very uh, fulfilled with her day. So she was yeah. a m- mastermind at being able to stop and disconnect, right? So she was always early. She set boundaries. She set right. boundaries. Yeah, she was She was, She was. was masterful at that. She was always early to work, so she would always be there when it was time to punch in. Uh, she was meticulous about uh, her break. At 12 o'clock, she'd be gone. At 1 o'clock, she'd be back. Um, she had the easiest time card to... Um, uh, to, um, I don't know, approve, I guess, is, is the word, yeah. uh, is to, pr- to approve every two weeks. It was like clockwork. It was like literally like a, like it was uh, a computer was punching it every time. And, um, uh, and when it, the end of the day came, five o'clock, she would uh, start wrapping up about five minutes before it, make sure she had every, make sure she had everything closed down. She would say her goodbyes. Uh, she would, uh, and then, and she would leave and go home. And when she took her lunch break, she would disconnect. She would power down her computer. She would go to the break room. She would eat her lunch. She would go for a walk. She would read a book. Like she was fulfilled. Like she came to work. She performed her function to the best of her abilities. Um, she would take little breaks during, during the day to get up and walk around the office. And she would actually take time at lunch for herself. Uh, yeah. She was reading a new book almost every week and she was reading so much of it just during her lunch break while she ate. And yeah. she would go occasionally go outside as well. And like, 
I just, I always envied how well she was able to just disconnect uh, because yeah. it didn't. And that's, and that, and that for me is that toxic work culture seeping into the back of my brain going, man, how could she be so productive? Yet she takes breaks. She completely disconnects. She's not I'm, working I'm during you, lunch. You know, it's like, I'm telling you, it, it, it's that disconnect. Like yeah. it, it has, you, you literally have to do it. I, yeah. I understand you're, when you're busy, there's a bunch of stuff to happen. You're going to get it done. It's going to happen. Yeah. So yep. just take a beat for a minute. One, your, your mental health needs it. Your physical health needs it. Right. To do that. Like I remember working in an office where uh, occasionally, actually my boss is the one who started it. And one of the things I, I appreciate about it, um, we, he had a football and he would say brain break and he would put it on our, our, we use Slack. And so he'd mm-hmm. put it up on Slack and then he would just put it in. There was a, a channel with the team that he led and he would just put it in there and say brain break. And we all knew what that meant. We would meet in the back of the building and we had football, football and we would sit. We wouldn't play football. We would just sit and throw it for, yeah. you know, five or 10 minutes. Sometimes we would chat about work things as we're throwing it to like generate, to get ideas. But sometimes it yeah. wasn't, it was just, we're just going to go out there and, talk about our day, talk about things going on. Right. And then we would get back to work. Um, yeah. And we would do that two or three times a day, two or three yeah. times a day, as long as the weather was nice and it would always be different people. Yeah. And sometimes he would invite different people from different departments to come out there and just come and throw the football around. And I say that is when you would sit back down at your desk, it was like this refresher like yeah. a refreshing thing has happened and now you when you sit back down a lot of people would say well you've broke concentration on what you're working on yeah no i would it, make a mental note of where i was at yeah. or i would write it down and when i would sit back down it was like okay and then i would power through a lot more faster because my brain was ready to go again yeah it does it does feel a bit counterintuitive like it's um you know am i i'm gonna stop and take a break so I can be a more productive employee <laughs> you, um, because for really, me, for so long, it's always just, it's always about powering through. Are you going to talk about the office episode? Yeah. You were when Toby is like going over all the things that we should be doing. And he's like, hello, uh, every hour you need to do this. Oh, and did we just disconnect all, all these different things? Zach, no, I can hear you, you just fine. Me. I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. Okay. Nope. You're good. I can hear you the whole time. Um, yeah, there's a whole scene in the office where Toby's like trying to, uh, in yeah, like, what is it? Um, establish uh, a healthier work culture. Yeah, and he lists yeah. all these things, and then Michael's like, oh, "Geez, Toby, like, if we did all those things, we would never get any work done." It's like he's like ten minutes every hour to actually get work done, <laughs> and then uh, I think uh, Daryl's like, "Do them at the same time, Mike." <laughs> <laughs> by the way by the way my wife pointed this out she said there's only one person in the whole show that calls him mike and it's it's daryl i oh, really and and it and i think there's like a there's like a a reason he does that like, there's like a not a respect like a, it's almost like is a disrespectful thing because everybody calls him michael yeah yeah and it's almost like the slight dig i ain't calling you michael i'm calling you mike and so yeah, yeah, yeah. and what's funny is they become really good friends at the end like but anyways yeah um key key thing is basically and what we're saying 
over and over and over again is there's a there is a there is benefits to taking breaks. Um, yeah. yeah, and that could be sure. that could be your lunch break, or it could be or it could just be a break from your work in general. Like mm-hmm. I, we could give you example after example of I think you gave one in a, in a previous episode where a guy took a month off. Now mm. that's a that's a bit extreme. I don't think I could afford to take a month off. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, but I don't even know if I'd want to take a month off to be honest with you. Now that I think about it, I would it'd probably drive me crazy, but some, sometimes you need those, those breaks from work. And if you have mm-hmm. a side hustle and you, you feel stuck and you yeah. feel, you feel like you are not performing at your best, uh, at, at your best, like what you feel like you could absolutely knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. That's usually a sign. That's usually a sign like your body, your men, your brain telling you like, Hey, I need a break. Like this isn't yeah. working anymore. I, I, I'm fine with continuing to do this work, but I need it. I, I need to shut down. Right. And I think it's hard when you run a business and it's hard when you have a side hustle and you have maybe a regular nine to five. It's yeah. hard when you have kids and you go from switching from work mode to, to dad mode or mom mode right mm-hmm. after having a really tough day. And then you don't have your break is at like nine or 10 o'clock at night, but then you're ready to go to sleep. Yeah. So yeah. we totally yeah. get it. We t- we've been there on both sides of that. We know what it's like. We totally yeah. understand. But at the end of the day, having those breaks in there, yeah, it, it's, it's vital. It's vital for your health. It's vital for mm-hmm. your business. It's vital for, Yeah, dude. I mean, for the longest time, you know, when we would be trying to work leads and stuff like that, or you know, uh, network, I would I would spend you know the beginning of my lunch break eating lunch really quick, and then I'd head out to the car and I'd do cold calls. I do cold calls for my business, and then when my lunch break was up, I'd go back inside and go to work. Now I was taking a break from my nine to five work. But I, I, you know, there's a certain amount of rush that you get when you actually get somebody on the phone when you're doing a little bit of cold calling and stuff like that. But like, that was my time. That was my time. I was building my own business. I was pouring into myself and my dreams. And uh, then I would turn that off. I would go back inside and I would keep keep uh, keep putting my fulfillment up to the company I was working for. So, but I think it's your it's your time, like. And uh, if I could leave anybody with like a with a message is like, don't feel guilty, because I think that's I think that's pretty prevalent is people feel guilty, you know, doing something else on their break time other than giving to the company. And, you know, people feel like they're so, you know, beholden to the institution that pays their paycheck. Like they they feel fearful of of stopping during their lunch break. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to it's going to push them back in their business or with their career. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you know, give it, give it, give it your all nine to five or whenever your work schedule is. But t- when you get that break for half an hour, an hour, whatever it is for you, when you get that break, take it, own it, enjoy it, disconnect. Um, and you'll be more fulfilled for it. So hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. Well, until next time, guys, we are hustle machine. We're excited that, um, the community that we're building. So if you haven't joined that yet, be sure to join. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, um, Hustle Machine, and we will be there uh, waiting for your 
mm-hmm. your what do you call it? Your uh, not invitation. Your you to join the, the the network. But yeah, your request. That's your your join request. request. Yeah, we'll be sitting there waiting for it. Questions. Um, so yeah, until next time, guys. Keep hustling. But see you later. Take breaks. Yeah, hustle, but take breaks. Bye. That's it. Bye.